Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Boozy Friday Podcast. It has literally been Forever. months. Months. <laughs> months. months. The, the last time we did a podcast was pre-COVID, so yeah, it is it's three, three months at least. Wow. So firstly, if you're tuning in for the very first time, thank you so much for wasting your time listening to us. No, no, no. <laughs> Guys, that's a joke. Uh, we try our very best to deliver good content. Um, this is an opportunity for you to just connect with Soph, Till and myself, um, listen to our thoughts, share in our experiences. Uh, we don't have huge dreams and aspirations for the podcast. We just want to jump on here and share what's current. We want to share what's on our minds with you. So we hope you enjoy it. If you do like it, please follow us on Instagram and please share it with a friend. And give us a review. Like give us a thumbs up. Tell us what you're liking. What Subscribe. I was going to say what we could do better. Don't give us <laughs> give us constructive <laughs> feedback. Just tell us you love us. Honestly, if you're, if you're here to roast us, please change the channel. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> uh, we really do this from the bottom of our hearts. So, Wow, the longest period be- between podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's really cool because we've had so many people just asking us when the Bougie Friday podcast is coming back and mm-hmm. here we are. But it's just amazing that you guys actually love it and you are waiting to hear a new episode. And we've had people that have listened to things like on repeat or they've gone through yeah every episode and re-listened. It really means a lot to us actually. Like it, it's really – we forget that we've done the podcast. We forget that we have – I think we're 13 episodes in now and then people would like post something on social and tag us and we realize it's it's been a, a an impact in their lives. And that's like really, really cool. So thank you so much for – yeah, for that. And um, we will continue to try our best to do that. It's also funny. I read on comments, people thought we broke up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. did they say that? I've, I've, read, I've seen a few comments on people, not you and I, babe, but people think that Soph and I broke up. Oh, well, I was in Melbourne for like the whole of isolation. Let's let's jump in now to where we've been, what we've been doing. What have you been doing, like, Soph? <laughs> I feel like my recap is going to be a lot quicker than yours. So should we just start with me? Soph, you're up. It's not a competition, guys, but, you know. <laughs> if it was, I'd win. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, there's a teeny tiny baby. Not mine. So I've had a bad <laughs> <laughs> Why do you? It's like, why yeah. have you been away for nine months? It wasn't so. a bulking phase. It was actually a baby. <laughs> um, my sister had a baby, Rio. Yay! Rio Alan Antanasio, who was born. It feels on- like we all had a baby. Like, we all so overjoyed with the love of Rio. I know. We, I send so many pictures. I'm like, I'm the proud auntie. I'm that person. But my sister had a baby um we're all doing this thing in sydney and my sister my family lives in melbourne so i went and did iso down there and was basically a second mum for all of iso like i lived in the house with my sister and her husband and the baby and yeah connected deep in the fields with bob and i'm obsessed like I'm not you literally person. message us on the weekend and be like guys i'm going to melbourne on monday and we were like what i know i was like i'm driving was- down 10 hour trip it was mental and i stayed down there for like two months and worked did like tried to get as much work for train with soph done but it was pretty intense with the baby and just had some really good as a new mum you know being a mom's heart i have so much respect for moms like totally wow so you know i feel like i don't have heaps to report work's been crazy busy as usual but um yeah there's a baby rio is really cute like as a for a baby especially guys let's just be honest like some babies are really ugly when they're born babies are And, like, sorry to be the people that say this, but some babies are just 
you know, all babies are cute and really cute. Just for the record, Matilda is not talking right now. (laughs) But I'm not hating on anyone, anyone's baby. But you got to be a little. You got to be a little bit honest. Like they, they come out. Some come out funny looking, a bit squished. You know, they've they've just been pushed through a, a you know vaginal canal, so they've got. They've what? <laughs> Funny head shapes. I dropped them at the front the door. Stalk. The stalk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to think that <laughs> babies came out of your belly button and I, I hate belly buttons so much. I used to think babies came out of your belly button and when you were born, you already had a baby inside of you. It was just like when you reached a certain age, it would come out of your belly button. So wow. there you go. Wow. Educational what lesson. I, um, so I found out that that didn't happen when I was about 20. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're a fast learner. I was going to say, what age does the baby come out? Because I'm oh, still waiting. Yeah, I'm still waiting too. No what clue. you guys learn in school in this country? <laughs> yeah, so some babies come out, you know, less cute than others. And you can be very biased about the babies in the family. I feel like Don and I will be like, when we have babies, like we said this the other day, if it's not cute, <laughs> we'll look at each other and be like, oh. I'm going to be like, babe, is it mine? A lot of them grow into <laughs> A lot of them grow into their skin and their features, you know, so... I literally asked Till and Don, I was like, am I being biased or is he not the cutest baby you've ever seen? He's a really like, yeah. cute baby. No, he's definitely cute. He is. Like even off air, he's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Sophie? Has that been it? Anything else interesting happen? Well, look, I'm working on a recipe book, which is put, I've put so much, and I literally wrote this in the copy, love, sweat, and egg whites into this <laughs> recipe book. Cute. <laughs> Um, because yeah, it's, it's one of those projects that I was like, oh, it'd be really cool to have this live during COVID people are at home, they're cooking, they want to like do some fun stuff, macro calculated recipes that are healthy, but you know, fun and easy. So I started the project basically at the start of Corona and isolation and only just now have I got it to the designer, which is like three, <laughs> it's been three months in the making. So I've put in so much time and energy into it and Don until actually helped with a photo shoot for it. And the taste testing. And we just had some donuts from it that I made. Mm. So I can vouch, like I am an absolute sweet tooth. And as you guys know from my Instagram, filthy when it comes to donuts. And Soph's donuts are really good and very macro-friendly. Yeah, they're like 100 calories. Which so is- it's quite dangerous. I try and eat 1,000 calories worth of donuts. So that's usually, what, two Krispy Kremes? <laughs> so now I can eat 10 or Soph's. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's what I've been working on. Um, and you know- So you're to blame for the shortage of egg whites at the supermarket. Yeah, what's that about? You, you and your recipe people. I love it how, like – Egg whites is the shortage. Yeah. It used to be toilet paper. It's blueberries as well now. We hey, had t- one packet today confiscated. We, today we got a packet confiscated. We were so excited because we finally found frozen bloobs. Yeah, and strawberries as well have been very Yeah, limited. and yeah. so they're, but the checkout chick confiscated one two, of them. Two per person. Yeah, we That's tried for three. Well, it's two yeah. per person. There's two of us. We so should have had four. We could have had four, but I mean, we don't want to be there. Like, it was, Woolies was busy today, actually, Yeah. on that note. So you didn't want to really get on the wrong side of people in a sh- supermarket. Yeah. Because we've seen how that goes down. mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, things are are starting to get back to normal, which we can chat about in a second. But before we chat about that, Don, give us a recap. So three months. Guys, so COVID, obviously, I think think we touched on um, COVID just as it started. I remember doing a podcast on that. So it was pretty challenging for us. Like business has been good. Like we've been growing. We've been working really hard. Um, Our team's expanded. Uh, we were sort of keeping up with the demand on, you know, activewear for people at home while they're in COVID. It's it's, it's absolutely mind blowing. So that's been good. Um, we finally got our new warehouse. We renovated that. 
Uh, we moved in. We've been in for about a week. So we're sitting in it right we're now. We're sitting in it right now. It's gorgeous, guys. It literally is a bit of a dream come true. Um, it's about three times the size of our previous one. And it's the first one we had the opportunity to renovate. We had a bit of money we could put into it. We never had money before to really invest back into, you know, there's the space. So we were able to do that and build our dream office. Um, it's so cool though because when we first moved over to Sydney, so like January last year, um, we were looking at spaces and warehouses because we were just working and storing our stuff in storage units. Um, and so we saw this place and it was completely way out of our budget, but it like it's so bougie. We love it. And it was actually a bit of pill to swallow because we, mm. we really wanted it. We were going to try and commit to it, but realistically we couldn't afford it. It wasn't a smart decision. And so Don was like set on it and I was like, no, babe, like we like swallow our pride a little and we went to like a super basic warehouse, which was great, um, but it wasn't as nice as the ones we wanted originally. And we soon grew out of that warehouse and the warehouses in the space that we wanted became available again. And we ended up getting the where a warehouse office in the space we wanted at the start, but a bigger one for less than what was asked for originally. So it was like, it's incredible. I just feel like that was the universe, like having our back because we wanted this at the start, but it wasn't the right move. So we didn't rush into it. We made smart decisions and then we were rewarded eventually. I think, I think that's very important. I know a lot of people follow us for our business advice and our, um, I know a lot of people are inspired by our decision-making and, and the processes we go through. So, you know, on that note, my advice to you, if you're in the stage of starting a business, whatever it is, start basic be very, very clear about your financial plan and what you can afford and what's affordable for you. And there's nothing wrong with starting at the bottom. You know, have a two-year plan. Guess what? If you work hard enough, it's going to pass very quickly and you'll be able to upgrade and keep upgrading and keep upgrading. But don't start at level 10 if you're only ready for level one. Yeah, you, you have to like earn your okay. levels, right? You have to defeat the body every level. That's where a lot of businesses struggle. That's where people make bad decisions because you try and live your dream now. But, you know, to get to your dream is a process. You have to follow the process and, and trust the process. it's more rewarding when you have to work for it. It's crazy. So, yeah, anyway, so uh, new warehouse, beautiful. Uh, we've we've added two new team members to our team. Um, Sometimes we have eight people working in the office. Like, uh, it's nuts. And at the end of this month, our premium seamless shipment Two arrives, um, and that's about 305 boxes, which is a full container load of product. Majority of that's been sold in pre-sale anyway. So we'll have about 18 people working at any given time trying to pack through that. So guys, that's been wild. Business has been crazy. Um, Till and I are definitely missing our families. Everyone's in Perth. So we've been so isolated from them. We're, we're itching to get on a flight back just to see everyone. Um, so that's about it. Uh, we've been good. Missed the gym. Gym started today. That's massive. Yesterday, yesterday, yesterday this weekend. I, I am so AF. Can I just interrupt and say that's not just it. You guys were Vogue. Oh, oh yeah. Fashion week. Oh, yeah, that comes out on the 15th. So Vogue Which is out on the going? 15th. I know. I was like, are we not talking about everything? <laughs> so we have Vogue. Uh, we're in this month's Vogue, which is July. Until is um, the model. Oh, uh, yeah. And Don's the photographer. Till's the Which model. is so funny. Don's- I think it comes down to like adapting as well because it was – the seamless campaign PSV2 and um, we had I think we may have spoken about it on the podcast before but we were going to have like 10 models all different shapes sizes um, model for us but obviously the restrictions came into play and I ended up modeling Don took the photos and that was our entire campaign uh, campaign, and it got picked up by Vogue so we're going to be in Vogue with the photos that Don Don took of me um, this month and then we also well that whole 
whole campaign went viral on the internet. Like, you know, almost every major media um, yeah, platform got a picked of it up media. and spoke about how successful that campaign was. And um, so we're super proud of that. So that happened. Um, those articles are still circulating. Do you know what's crazy, though, is like the comments on the articles, they're <laughs> so fucking rude. And like my mum and my nan and my sister read them and they're about me. But yeah, my- Till's nan is a weapon. Like you got to watch out. <laughs> we were worried she was going to attack these people back. But like I, it's actually funny because if you like write negative stuff about me, I'm not as affected by it as I am if you talk about the business or if you're talking about other girls. And so when we have um, done like Facebook campaigns or whatever with um, some of our previous models and I've seen the comments that people would leave. I was like, oh, my God, I hope they don't read that. Like, I would feel so bad. And now because we're getting a bit of media um, and it's a lot of pictures of me, we're getting – there's, like, negative comments on there. It doesn't bother me as much. Um, I don't read most of the comments, but my fa- my family does. And I was, like, literally freaking out that, like, these old men who are writing trash about me are going to get, like, attacked by my nan who's, like, in her <clears throat> in her 80s. Like, Bevo <laughs> will be sitting at home, like, keyboard warriors. Look out. So, my nan's so understand like she thinks it's personal yeah but that's just like sorry if you're listening to the podcast right now and you're the kind of person that has the time to go and write I feel negative, like our listeners wouldn't do that i know but i mean like on the on the chance that hmm. you are one of those people just change just be a better person like you don't need to go and write a negative thought on anything on social media like if you want to say something negative dm me personally and we can have it we can have <laughs> it out but you don't need to write negative things on so we're in vogue we're doing that and then uh, we also got invited to go to new york fashion week yeah, that was so. That guys, that's massive. That's probably one of our biggest milestones to date. Um, so we got scouted yeah. to present at New York Fashion Week. So we'll be in a category called designer to watch and brand to watch. So that's massive for us. So right now, we're trying to get our act together and build this incredible collection that I've been working on um, to present for Fashion Week. Freaking Fashion Week! So like what? Wild. If you know, fingers crossed that flights. Allow you to get there. I've got good bills. I've got positive bills either. Well, it's funny because we we definitely that was our major concern. So they reset. I was like, wait, I, really? You guys are still doing Fashion Week? And um, yeah, that's set to go. So it's funny because obviously in Australia, you if you fly back into the country, you've got to go into mandatory isolation for two weeks, which is great. It's phenomenal. It's the right thing to do. But the US isn't that way. You can fly in and out of the US and not have to participate in any quarantine. So we're we're going to do the right thing, obviously. Um, I wonder Australia's in a very good position in terms of coronavirus. I know. It's crazy. So, yeah, we're trying to navigate through that. But, you know, we've got three months. Um, the world's growing out of this fast. So let's hope that everything's cleared up by then. Mm. That, that was it, I think, for the most part. Babe, what's been happening in your life? Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, yeah, pretty much all of that. Um, nothing to add. Oh. <laughs> How boring. Well, I feel like that was a joint one. We had a – that was a joint answer. Yeah, so if when you ask us questions, you're asking the both of us for the most part. I mean – well, what's been happening for me, I got my nails back on, so I click, clap, that bitch is back. And I woke, um, up, I woke up on Saturday morning till was like checking her Instagram and, and emails and replying and like woke me up because the nails were clicking on the phone. I was I like, can't, like, come I, on. I can't type very well, so I've been voice noting a lot. So if I have like responded to you on DMs or anything, I sent you like a crying emoji instead of a love heart. I haven't even been correcting it. I've just been kind of going with it. So that's, <laughs> I apologize in advance, but I got my new nails and I don't know how to do anything anymore. You know what else she got? She got a blue tick. Whoa. Oh, yes. I got verified on that Instagram. That was such a cool moment. I mean, obviously everyone wants to get verified on IG but I remember Till was sitting here and she yelled up like she was shaking she's like 
oh my god, I just got verified, and she was like teary in the eye. And I was like, <laughs> I was so such, surprised. It was like, such a big moment. It was so cool. It was like, such yeah, a big it was so proud such of you. a surprise too. So so and so did Stacks as well. So that's so two, day, two days way. later. We got <laughs> Stacks got verified. Well, I started the Stacks account, so it sort of counts. So that's that was massive. I'm very proud about that. You know, so when you're shopping on Stacks, you can rest assured that you are shopping from a verified <laughs> company, <laughs> guys. So what else? What else has been happening? I think, I think we when we briefed on um, the podcast, you know, we we didn't really plan too much. We don't want to plan too much. We don't want to, you know, have a rehearsed discussion with you guys. But we want to share what's on our top frame of thinking. So uh, one thing we thought that's very important to elaborate on is our current positions in life. Like all three of us actually, you know, Till and I are together, but we still live independent lives mm. together. Um, Soph has been away for a bit. Soph, Soph has her own shit going on and we're all in different spaces and we're all coming together at the end of COVID. So we thought, well, let's all just check in where we're at in our individual and personal lives. And then, you know, dive into that and see where things are so Soph what is happening in your life currently what season or space are you currently in yeah so that's kind of the topic we wanted to run with today seasons and it's kind of like this buzzword I feel that's like circulating and I don't know it's been around for ages but it's something that a lot of people are talking about and what what it kind of means is like your priority essentially so you can be in a different season at any given time and it cannot last for any given period and there's there's crossovers and stuff but essentially it comes down to like what are you investing most of your time mental physical energy into at that moment and it could be you know your business or your side hustle your relationship your personal time the gym dieting whatever it might be so you know during isolation as I touched on I was in Melbourne with my family so my season was like I really wanted to focus on being a really good sister and auntie and daughter and sister-in-law to my family and the people that I was spending the time with and my business did take a bit of a backseat which if any business owners out there know is a really 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 difficult thing to do because when you start your own business it's your baby and it takes a lot of your time and energy and emotions so it was really difficult and I really had to check in with myself and be like it's okay that you were doing a little bit less than you usually do than the standards that you set for yourself because the time that you were spending with your family is it's precious and it's something that you don't get because you don't live with them so try and be super present so that was kind of my season um, that I've just come out of because now that I'm back in Sydney I'm going hard with business like I'm really focused on growing the business expanding the business like I've been hiring more freelancers to work for me and just setting up more structures and systems to really focus on my goals for the next half of the year because like holy shit it's June we're halfway through the year like what even has this year been 2020 I love seasons though like and I think it takes the pressure off you so much as well because like we were saying before, like you can't give 100% of yourself to every single area of your life at a time. You can't be getting 10 out of 10 in diet, relationships, work, um, business, social life, gym, everything. It just doesn't work. You've got to sometimes prioritize different things. Like you're saying, if you're in Melbourne, you should be spending time with your family. You shouldn't be worrying about 
spending this many hours at the gym, this many hours closed, but this many hours doing this, doing that, like family should be your main priority because that that's the season you're in right then. And it just removes the guilt. Yeah. Because it's so easy to guilt yourself when you've, you, you can pick anything that you're not doing well enough. If you're doing well in one area, you're going to be dropping back energy that you're giving to another area because there's only 24 hours in the day mm. and you can be the most productive person on the planet. But if you want to give 100% to everything, then you're just not going to be able to. So I think it's accepting that you might have like your main, your top kind of three or four priorities and your season is kind of like the number one thing and and where you're at. And your season can be dictated by you, but it can also be dictated by your environment and your surroundings. Like mine was dictated by coronavirus. Mm. So people might be going through like, I imagine a lot of people are going through a season right now where they're having to check in with themselves and be like, cool, potentially I've lost my job. Um, I haven't been able to go to the gym, which is like a big identity thing for me personally. I know it is for you guys too. Um, I haven't been able to see my friends. So your season is probably very focused on you individually and like self-care and taking care of your mental health and emotional health. Um, So I think it's really interesting thing to be aware of because you might be, as things are coming to an end, you have a decision to make about what season you want to move into, like what's really important to you and what do you want to focus on right now. And it's all about you. Like you don't have to, just because someone else is like their season is fitness or their season is dieting, it doesn't mean that your season has to be like that. If your focus is on work, for example, when um, we were in lockdown, like Don and I just focused purely on work. We can't, we couldn't go to the gym. Like we were training, but, you know, there were a lot of nights that we spent hours and hours here at work. So on the way home, we like pick up Zeus on the way home or get takeaway and stuff like that. And sure, that might not be the best diet friendly, but that was the best way for our business because we had to spend all those extra hours at work. And there's no shame or you don't have to feel guilty in any of that kind of thing because seasons change. And while you're in that season, you should be giving a hundred percent to that season and not wasting time feeling guilty about anything else. Um, I'm hoping that the board is open. I think it's July 10. Don't don't quote me on that. But when I'm in Perth, I'm probably going to be there for like a week, I think. And it's going to be my family time because I've missed my family so, so much. I'm not going to be focused on training for several hours a day and doing this and doing that. Like my season will be family. And I think it's a really nice way to kind of live life as well because you're literally seizing the moment all the time in any situation. I think it's important to focus on the now. What's important right now? We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's coming next week. You know, a lot of people miss the opportunity to to really succeed in the now. You know, that, and that's where the whole season thing comes in. It's it's really taking advantage and making the best of what you can right now with what you have right now. And guess what? It's okay if other areas of your life aren't as strong. It's actually quite necessary in in most cases for you to focus on the things that you can grow and nourish and i said to till like excuse me said to like you know i believe and i'm I'm so grateful we've got a phenomenal relationship we both work exceptionally hard we both dedicate a lot of time to each other in our business and stuff but when i have to work i have to work and if we're not spending time with each other even though we're always together Hmm. if we're not spending time or connecting emotionally There'll be times where I'll have a soul kind of sad. And I'll be like, babe, like I'm feeling like we're not connecting. I feel like we haven't spent any quality time. Like we're always online. We're always working. Like let's just – like I usually have these spazzes and cries way a lot more than Tilda's. But what's very, very important is that 
it's okay for you to give the attention where it, it's needed. It doesn't mean the relationship is broken, like focusing on that situation. It doesn't mean that the relationship is broken. If you have to go and have a dinner with a very important client, with a very important business associate, and you have to eat a pizza and drink a wine and break your diet, guess what? It's okay. You have to do it. You have to win in that very moment. Get over the fact like putting yourself in these situations that's going to make you unhappy, whichever way you go, seize the moment, make the best of the moment because you're going to be happier. You're going to, you're going to become more successful in the things and the things around you, like everything always works out. Everything will always. The seasons will change. The seasons will change. And, you know, there's going to be a, a moment where our business is running itself. It's going to get to the point where it's like we can take the foot off the pedal a bit and we can go to the Bahamas and have a great time, might retire. But right now that's our focus. You know, one of the things I'm looking forward to is, you know, in our two, three-year plan, we'd love to have kids. We are working hard and we're setting ourselves up now so that when we get to that point, our focus and our dedication is on raising kids. Hmm. Um, we don't want to be working the way we are now while we have kids because that's not our decision. That's not our desire. And I think, you know, we all need to apply that to everything in our lives. So that's that's a very important thought I had in my mind. Um, babe, what's your season right now? I feel like it's work, but then at the same time, gyms did just open up again and I have, we have some work events coming up. So it's definitely like, I want to lose a couple of kilos. It's um, like gym diet. And I would say work, I feel like work is a season, like I'm constantly in, but we have so much going on at the moment. I'm going to say work is my number one priority and it pretty much is quite often. Um, And then, yeah, like I said, when I'm in Perth, it'll be family season for that week and yeah like I said seasons can be really short or seasons can be really long I'm in a long work season um but yeah I think it's work what about you Soph? yeah I think um I think it's kind of easier for us to like separate our family ones because yeah. we don't live you know in the same state as them so when we are in the same state as them it's very much like oh cool I'm here this is what I'm focusing on um so I think for me, definitely work is just my my huge one at the moment. But as you said too, the gyms have just opened. I've been dieting like the whole ISO, but it's been like a real slog because uh, the gyms haven't been open and it's just been like a slower process. So I'm really excited to go hard with that and push myself and my body to get to the point where I want to get it to. Um, so it's really those things and, yeah, just just those two things. And I actually have been making more of an effort with, uh, social connections, like trying to, um, well, I've spent heaps more time with you guys now, obviously, because I'm back and yeah. I'm working from the office a few days a week and connecting with some new people on like Instagram who I chat to a bit and catch up with them. So a few different things, but I would say work is definitely, it's a work fitness kind of. I was going to make a joke and say what dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's so cool as well. Like I was like, with COVID and the gyms being closed, like I don't feel like a lot of people's season was the gym unless you have like some bomb-ass home gym that you've been able to do. But like because you couldn't have that season and now you can have the season of like fitness and gym and training because everything's open. It's like a reset. We were saying before, it's so cool. Like when we go to the gym, we're literally like kids on a sugar high in a playground. Like I just want to play with everything. I want to train everything. I'm so excited to be there. And I think that's important to know as well because it's like your season 
it wasn't a gym season and that's okay. So when you get into the gym season and you have that reset, like you have that newfound motivation and it's the same, like when I get to Perth, I'm going to have that motivation for a couple of days to spend a lot of time with my family. Um, and then I'll come back and I would have had that little break from work. I'll come back and that'll be motivating again to get back into work. And that's my season again. And it's just, I really fucking love seasons. That's when I, I just want to add a disclaimer to that as well and, and clearly state that when you're focusing on one thing, you still need to give attention to the other things. You can't, you know, just focus on, you know, work or playtime or whatever it is and just be like fucking not paying rent or, you know, we, we, you still have to practice. Not talking to my partner. <laughs> you still have yeah, to add all I, yeah. I know you want to go to Perth, but still you can respond to my text messages. Uh. But, um you still have to prioritize and make sure that everything is taken care of. But I think our message is that it's okay if one thing is succeeding over the other, mm. because that's the opportunity for you. As I, I guess, as a man or as a, as a provider in our family or in the business, even like I got to make sure that everyone is taken care of. I got to make sure that everyone is happy. I got to make sure that all the bills are paid. I got to make sure we pay our rent. But, you know, in the same breath, my absolute priority now for the next couple of months is our design work. That has to come first because that's there's a deadline. That was the other thought I was having is that work towards your deadlines. If there are things that are important that have a deadline, that's what has to be your priority for that season because you have the deadline. That will pass. You'll work to that point, you'll get over it, and then you got to look for the next thing and be excited about the next thing that comes on. My priority for the next few months is to make sure that our designs um, is, is second to none uh, whilst taking care of all the other responsibilities. I think it's a cool thing to kind of do as well. If you have come out of COVID and you're feeling like a little bit lost or you don't know what what your priorities are, is to literally like work out what season you want to be in, where do you want to be giving the majority of your time and your effort, and then you can kind of scale it that way. Pick that one or two seasons um, or priorities and work out how you can be your best self in those. And then obviously give – a good amount of yourself to the other things as well. But it's like quite a nice little reset for you mentally as well, just to kind of work out where you want to succeed and go get them. And also thinking about where you are spending your time because you could be doing so many things, you know, investing time over there or someone asked me to go and do this thing. So I'm just going to say yes. And then there's this work project I have to do. So I'm going to do that. And you're just kind of doing everything, but not being super mindful about Mm. where you're investing your time. So if you're like listening to this and you're like, oh, what season What season am I in and how do I actually pick it? I feel like Don is very strategic with the way he chooses. I don't know if that's more of like a masculine energy thing, whereas I think Till and I go more on like our energy and our vibe, like how are we feeling and, you know, do I have the energy to be working 12-hour days right now because I know that, you know, Don does that like every, every day. I don't know how. <laughs> He's always in work season. Literally. Um, whereas for me, I would be like, oh, you know what? I'm actually feeling super low energy right now. I'm, I'm going to prioritize like sleeping in a little bit and prioritize my self care and stuff. Mm. So I feel like guys are quite strategic and deadline driven and goal driven and and women are too, not to say that women aren't, but we kind of go more of, yeah, like our energy and how we're feeling. So maybe you can look at your environment, see what events you have coming up, or if you're visiting family or friends or whatever it might be. If you've got anything, you know, like Till's saying, she's got some events coming up, so her focus is going to be like diet and training. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, think about what, what's coming up in your life and what kind of person you want to be and what what the things that you would prioritise would be to become that person. Like do you want to be like a hustler? you like got a side business that you're working on or do you want to be getting into shape or do you want to be like 
I don't know, achieving some kind of business goal, like sit down and think about who you want to be and what season you you want to be and what feels right for you. I really, I really love what you're saying. Um, and what I'm taking from that is you need to be very clear about what you want. Yeah. You need to be, we all need to be exceptionally clear about what our, what our absolute true desire is. What is our heart and our head speaking to us? Sometimes they oppose each other quite interestingly. You know, your heart wants one thing, but your head wants another. Try and just, you know, <laughs> isolate yourself, but just remove yourself from the busyness and the stresses of the world just for a minute or an afternoon and just write down some goals, write down some clarity of what you and I want in our lives and then address it that way. You know, you might you might think that your mental clarity and your mental health is important to you right now. Well, guess what? Working 14 hours a day is not the thing you, you need to be doing because, you know, it's exhausting. It's going to depress you. If you need to focus on your mental health and, you know, taking care of yourself, then dedicate your six to seven hours of sleep. Dedicate your training. Like build a routine around. Eight to ten, I believe. No, it is. Build, build your schedule around, you know, taking care of those things. And once you feel like you're in the right space, because, you know, that you might only need a month of doing that. And then you can add the next part of your phase, which is, you know, setting up your dream job and you know, mm. quitting your job to start your dream career. But attack one thing at a time. Like for me, for example, like I focus, you know, within myself and my mental state to make sure that my anxiety levels are always taken care of, to make sure that I'm not putting myself in, you know, depressive states so that I am of sound mind and clarity so I can execute my my daily tasks and my daily my daily vision. When I feel like I'm overwhelmed at something, I pull back. I try and sleep a bit more. I try and get a bit more rest. Um, because you need you can't do everything. You really, really can't do everything. You like, I think it's what we always say. If you if you give ten percent to everything, you, you're not succeeding at anything. Mm, so it, that's that's very important. I think that's the clarity. A lot of people look up to certain people and they see people succeeding and winning and the message that people um, you know, express is you've got to work hard to get to your dreams and work this blah, 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 sleep less, blah, blah. It's not the truth. You have to take care of certain things to achieve certain things, take care of your body, take care of your mind, execute your vision and your dreams. Be very clear about your um, expectations on yourself and what you want to do. Yeah, I love that. And also knowing what season you're in really helps with if you struggle with looking at competition and looking at what other people are doing on Instagram, like, oh, that person's traveling or this person's spending so much time with their family. I miss my family. I Like, I want that for me. It's like, oh, cool, but that's their season and my season will come when it's my priority. But right now it's not. Like, it just takes the pressure off yourself. And I think that's a really cool way to help overcome any of those like negative I'm not enough or I'm not doing enough feelings. Oh, I love that so I think much. seasons like That's totally huge. seasons feel good. Like it literally yeah. like it's a sense of calm. Like even listening to you say that, like I feel like it's a good thing. Like if you aren't in a diet season, then that would take the pressure off you looking at someone on Instagram who's just lost all this weight and is looking absolutely shredded. Like you're not in that season. And that's okay. Like that's I you can love be. That so yeah, much. you can be if you want to be, but that's their season. That's not necessarily yours. Like that's I fucking love that. That's really cool. Like it's a real. I feel like that's a really calming thought. Cool. Is that the quote? Whatever it was, some sort of. <laughs> we'll have to replay back and reuse <gasps> yeah. that as the it's catch. It's the truth, though. Like you don't. Yeah, you don't have to compare your season to anybody else's season. You just do what feels right for you, and yeah, give the season your own. Being yeah. inspired by other people's seasons, like. I can look at Till and Don and be like, holy shit, they have worked so hard, relentlessly, creatively, inspirationally. That's so cool for me to be around because I'm like, cool. Like yeah. I've just I've just moved into my work season. I'm going to like 
take a little bit of that energy and thank apply you so that. but I just want to say to you and to the people listening that have that same um, admiration that same thought process that you know you all don't see the tough times and and that's a very that's a, <laughs> well, you, you can't do, but that's that's a very clear message I want to always put out there when yeah. people are watching our successes or reading some of the articles or admiring our achievements guys it gets fucking hard sometimes we have to deal with so much shit that you know you don't really want to put on I didn't social sign media up for. <laughs> sometimes too when I look at it I'm like wow I can't even imagine you can have, you can deal with this sort of crap and that's the reality of becoming successful in in every single aspect of your life you're gonna be you know, served a, a healthy serve of adversity. And um, I, that's a very clear message I always want to bring across to people that when you're, you know, looking at your favorite Instagrams and you, you're admiring people's successes in, so in, in media even or in, in any aspect, like it comes with an equal amount of adversity. It comes with an equal amount of challenges. But you also just can't quit your season because you're like having some adversity. Problem, yeah. Like I always say like life is like a video game and you have to like beat the baddie in order to get to the next level. And if you're in a season, there's going to be like adversities that happen to you within the season, but you can't just think, oh, okay, I'll swap seasons because you're never really going to excel yeah. and succeed at that one thing. And you should really, yeah, you need to be succeeding at your seasons and you, you need to be giving them your all. That's why you have seasons in the first place. And I just want to be clear what I'm saying is like, I love, I love the challenges. Like I, that's one of my personal drives. One of my characteristics, I think like I love being faced with a challenge and then overcoming it. Like those wins, when you win at something, when you succeed at something, those are the little micro victories in my life. So he, he literally does. He'll be telling me this problem, and I'm like, "Aren't you stressed?" He's like, "No, it's like a game." I'm like, "Wow, okay." Because <laughs> it forces you to think creatively yeah, and think differently it, than you would if things were easy and coasting. It's along. challenging, and you know, sometimes you take the losses and you just laugh at them. And that's that's just, <laughs> see, oh, that didn't work out and get that deal, but and then we laugh about it. But it's it's important. I want to really bring that message across to people listening. To people admiring because just know like when you when you chasing your dreams you're going to be faced with the problems and you will be successful when you overcome those problems that's that's the real victory not making a million dollars not buying a nice car those aren't the great wins of your life it's literally overcoming your problems and then you you graduate to the next level and that's just an exciting experience and i hope we keep going for the rest of our lives we keep elevating ourselves level and up, keep up. winning up Winning up. Like. Winning up. <laughs> but it's um, also like with, with success, I think people look at success and think just that, like, oh, when you start at the bottom, there's all the struggles to get there. And then when you get there, there's no troubles. But it's like, no, when you get there, there's there's more troubles. There's probably more on the line. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, I guess people just, their, their wins seem to outweigh the struggles more because it seems polarizing because a big new office and, like, a, a new car and all those things are, you know, they seem like huge wins. Whereas when you're small, it might be a win that you got your first client and people aren't celebrating that enough. Oh my God. I love that so much. And I think it's like the same, like when you're first starting something, you have all these like smaller struggles, but to you, they're massive struggles because that's all you know. And yeah. I feel like it's the same as when you are seen as successful or you are doing well, you have, the struggles are the same. It's just, you're on a different I don't even want to say it's a different level. It's like a different stage because like you're pro- when you're first starting out, you have these problems and they're like huge for you. But when you are a couple of years in or whatever it is, you have these problems and they're still huge for you. Like the problems don't go away. It's just the different levels of the problem. But the actual 
problem and the level of the pro- I don't know if this makes sense. The level of the problem feels the same for you because yeah. it's still a massive problem, no matter no matter how big it is to the outside world, and that that never changes. Like you're always going to be fake. Does that make sense? I love that message yes. because yeah. you know, I get a lot of um, young dudes DM me on IG starting out little businesses and asking for advice and whatever. And I'm like, I think to myself, I'm like, well, the same sort of problems that they're dealing with in their beginning stage is very similar to what we have to deal with in our growth stage because it's the same. The reality of the matter is, guys, we're all equal. We're all going through the same thing. It just isn't a different sort of capacity. It still means the same amount to you. It still means the same amount. You can't, like, there's no problem bigger than another. It's dependent on the person's perception of that problem. Mm. We are all equal. We all face the same things. We all have the same emotion towards a problem. Yeah. And that's stress something is, to remember. The body doesn't know the difference between a life-threatening stress and a minor stress. No. And and it's it's really dependent on on your current state, your current season even. Yeah. You know, like we might have um gosh, a problem in our company and then the CEO of Nike might be having a problem in his company. He might have a sleepless night, I might have a sleepless night. What is the difference really? Mm-hmm. It affects us as individuals the exact same way. Yeah. So and and it goes to say the same thing for, you know, those younger dudes that are starting out their little careers, you know, trying to sell their 10 T-shirts. Like they might have a sleepless night because they're struggling to sell it. Like it's the same. And we should all have empathy. Um, I think it's that's another important message to have empathy for people around you. Realize during this period in COVID, like, um, you know, there are people that don't have jobs. There are people that are struggling. There are, there are people in very bad spaces. So take a moment to also lend a heart and an ear and just see if you can make a difference in someone else's life. See what season other people are in and understand it. Be like, yeah. Oh, cool. Like this is super important to me right now, but you're in a different season. I'm going to try and get on your level and see, you know, understand what season you're in. Totally. And I think it's the same as like when you say like you're like in a social season as well. I'm not in a social season at all, but you don't take offense to if I say, oh, I can't do that. I need to work because you appreciate my season. Oh, we literally didn't speak the whole time I was in Melbourne. And I was yeah. like, I, I could see what was going on for you guys. Totally. With, like, moving and seamless and stuff. And you could see that I was with family. So yeah. it wasn't like. You don't have to take it personally. Like, and I think that people should understand. People should just understand like humans and friendships a little bit better anyway. Like if someone is in a different season to you, it doesn't mean you're not friends anymore. Like you should obviously not just like completely ditch your friends, but at the same time or your relationship, whatever. But at the same time, like just understand that people are in different seasons and it doesn't mean it's not anything negative. I feel like Tool's trying to soften the blow for when she goes to Perth. (laughs) <laughs> Don, I'm probably not going to be chatting to you for a while. Like, hey, Seth, what are you doing no, tonight? But do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? 100% I'm, I'm on your page, boss. Okay. I just I'll reply to you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, I think I think we'll wrap it on that. Um, I think it's been a very, very nice podcast. It's so nice for us to connect in this office again. So uh, thank you guys for spending some time together um if you've enjoyed the podcast please share it uh, we don't have anything to give away this time <laughs> <laughs> take a picture tell us what your season is like tag us in a story be so and be cool. like this is what season I'm in. yeah if you guys liked it like we'd love to hear your stories like yeah story posts or anything like that give us a tag and if you guys are understanding the seasons and you're going to like adapt that as well tell us about let's it let's do something like a seasons challenge like let's let's all post like a photo of yourself and and put a caption of your season tag till uh, myself and Soph and IG and we will reshare it. Wait, Soph, what's your new? It's Soph, Soph Allen. So the, the, I was Soph Active Life and now I'm Soph Allen, but it's how my mum spells Soph, which is S-O-P-H-E, Allen, A-L-L-E-N. So E, I don't have a middle name starting with E, it's just Soph Allen. 
So, so having an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure make sure you tag us. So so put a post up of yourself. Um, tell us what your a season. Story or a tell us post. what your season is. Yeah. Uh, you know, tag the season challenge. <laughs> and um, let's see if that thing will go viral. Bougie, but bougie we'll, um, if you tag us, we'll comment and we'd love to know what's going on in your life. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening and we hope to catch you next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.